Meditate the healing scriptures until they become life to you. When they become life, sickness and disease will go. Proverbs 4, 20-23 My son, attend to my words. Incline thine ear unto my sayings. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart. For they are life unto those that find them, and health or medicine to all their flesh. Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. You can trust God's word. His purposes will be accomplished in you as you make these scriptures yours. For Isaiah 55:11 says, So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereunto I sent it. Jeremiah 1.12 says, For I will hasten my word to perform it. The Living Bible here says, I am watching over my word to perform it. Numbers 23 verse 19. God is not a man that he should lie, neither the son of man that he should repent. Hath he said, and should he not do it? Or hath he spoken, and shall he not make it good? Joshua 21 verse 45. There failed not aught any good thing which the Lord has spoken unto the house of Israel. All came to pass. 2 Corinthians 1.20 For all the promises of God in Him are yea and in Him. Amen. Now here are healing scriptures in the ministry of Jesus. As you read these scriptures, remember that Hebrews 13.8 says, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. In other words, what Jesus was yesterday on the shores of Galilee, He is today. What Jesus did yesterday, He's doing today. What He willed yesterday, He wills to do today. Matthew chapter 4, 23 through 24. And Jesus went about all of Galilee, teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing all manner of sickness and all manner of disease among the people. And his fame went throughout all Syria. And they brought unto him all sick people that were taken with divers diseases and torments, and those which were possessed with devils, and those which were lunatic, and those that had the palsy. And he healed them. Matthew 7, verses 7 and 8. Ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For every one that asketh receiveth, and he that seeketh findeth. And to him that knocketh, it shall be opened. Matthew chapter 8, verse 2 through 17. And behold, there came a leper and worshipped him, saying, Lord, if you will, you can make me clean. And Jesus put forth his hand and touched him, saying, I will be thou clean. And immediately his leprosy was cleansed. And when Jesus was entered into Capernaum, there came unto him a centurion beseeching him, and saying, Lord, my servant lieth at home, sick of the palsy, grievously tormented. And Jesus said to him, I will come and heal him. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that thou shouldst come under my roof, but speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed. For I am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. And I say to this man, Go, and he goeth. And to another, Come, and he cometh. And to my servant, Do this, and he doeth it. When Jesus heard it, he marveled and said to them that followed, Verily I say unto you, I have not found so great faith, no, not in Israel. And Jesus said to the centurion, Go thy way, and as thou hast believed, so be it done unto thee. And his servant was healed in the selfsame hour. 
And when Jesus was coming to Peter's house, he saw his wife's mother laid and sick of a fever. And he touched her hand, and the fever left her. And she arose and ministered unto them. When the evening was come, they brought unto him many that were possessed with devils, and he cast out the spirits with his word, and healed all that were sick, so that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, Himself took our infirmities, and bare our sicknesses. Matthew chapter 9, verses 2 through 7. And behold, they brought to Jesus a man sick of the palsy, lying on a bed. And Jesus, seeing their faith, said unto the sick of the palsy, Son, be of good cheer. Thy sins be forgiven thee. And behold, certain of the scribes said within themselves, This man blasphemeth. And Jesus, knowing their thoughts, said, Wherefore think ye evil in your hearts? For whether it is easier to say, Thy sins be forgiven thee, or to say, Arise and walk. But that they may know that the Son of Man hath power on earth to forgive sins. Then said Jesus to the sick of the palsy, Arise, take up thy bed, and go unto thine house. And he arose and departed to his house. Verse 18 through 28. While he spake these things unto them, behold, there came a certain ruler and worshipped him, saying, Master, my daughter is even now dead, but come and lay thy hands upon her, and she shall live. And Jesus arose and followed him, and so did his disciples. And behold, a woman which was diseased with an issue of blood for twelve years came behind him and touched the hem of his garment. For she had said within herself, If I may but touch his clothes, I shall be whole. But Jesus turned him about, and when he saw her, he said, Daughter, be of good comfort. Thy faith hath made thee whole. And the woman was made whole from that hour. And when Jesus came into the ruler's house and saw the minstrels and the people making a noise, he said unto them, Give place, for the maid is not dead, but sleepeth. And they laughed Jesus to scorn. But when the people were put forth, he went in and took her by the hand, and the maid arose. And the fame thereof went abroad through all the land. And when he was coming to the house, the blind men came to him. And Jesus said unto them, Believe ye that I am able to do this? And they said unto him, Yea, Lord. Then touched he their eyes, saying, According to your faith, be it unto you. Matthew chapter 12 and verse 15. But when Jesus knew it, he withdrew himself from there, and great multitudes followed him, and he healed them all. Matthew 13 and verse 15. For this people's heart is waxed gross, and their ears are dull of hearing, and their eyes they have closed, lest at any time they should see with their eyes, and hear with their ears, and should understand with their heart, and should be converted, and I should heal them. Matthew chapter 14, verse 14. And Jesus went forth and saw a great multitude, and he was moved with compassion toward them, and he healed their sick. Matthew 15, verses 30 and 31. And great multitudes came unto him, having with them those that were lame, blind, dumb, maimed, and many others, and cast them down at Jesus' feet, and he healed them. Insomuch that the multitude wondered when they saw the dumb to speak, the maimed to behold, the lame to walk, and the blind to see, and they glorified the God of Israel. Matthew 21, verse 14. And the blind and the lame came to him in the temple, and he healed them. Mark chapter 1, verses 29 through 42. And forthwith, when they were come out of the synagogue, they entered into the house of Simon and Andrew with James and John. 
But Simon's wife's mother lay sick of a fever, and anon they tell him of her. And he came and took her by the hand and lifted her up, and immediately the fever left her, and she ministered unto them. And at evening, when the sun did set, they brought unto him all that were diseased, and them that were possessed with devils, and all the city was gathered together at the door. And he healed many that were sick of divers diseases, and he cast out many devils, and he suffered not the devils to speak, because they knew him. And there came a leper to him, beseeching him, and kneeling down to him, and saying unto him, If thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. And Jesus, being moved with compassion, put forth his hand and touched him, and said unto him, I will be thou clean. And as soon as he had spoken, immediately the leprosy departed from him, and he was cleansed. Another translation here says, The leper said unto Jesus, If you choose to, you can make me whole. Jesus answered him, I choose to, be thou made whole. Philip's translation says, Jesus answered the leper, Of course I want to, you are clean. Mark chapter 2, beginning with the third verse. And they came unto Jesus, bringing one sick of the palsy, which was born of four. And when they could not come near unto him for the press, they uncovered the roof where he was. And when they had broken it up, they let down the bed wherein the sick of the palsy lay. When Jesus saw their faith, he said unto the sick of the palsy, Son, thy sins be forgiven thee. Whether it is easier to say to the sick of the palsy, Thy sins be forgiven thee, or to say, Arise, take up thy bed, and walk. But that ye may know that the Son of Man hath power on earth to forgive sins, he said to the sick of the palsy, I say unto thee, Arise, and take up thy bed, and go thy way into thine house. And immediately he arose, took up the bed, and went forth before them all, insomuch that they were all amazed and glorified God, saying, We never saw it on this fashion. Mark chapter 3, beginning with the first verse. And he entered again into the synagogue, and there was a man there which had a withered hand. And he said unto the man which had the withered hand, Stand forth. And when he had looked round about on them with anger, being grieved for their hardness of their heart, he said unto the man, Stretch forth thine hand. And he stretched it out, and his hand was restored whole as the other. Mark 3, verse 10. For he had healed many, insomuch that they pressed upon him for to touch him, as many as had plagues. Mark chapter 5, beginning with the 22nd verse. And behold, there cometh one of the rulers of the synagogue, Jairus by name, and when he saw Jesus, he fell at Jesus' feet. And he besought him greatly, saying, My little daughter lieth at the point of death. I pray thee, come and lay thy hands on her, that she may be healed, and she shall live. And Jesus went with him, and much people followed him, and thronged him. And a certain woman, which had an issue of blood twelve years, and had suffered many things of many physicians, and had spent all that she had, and was nothing bettered, but rather grew worse. When she had heard of Jesus, she came in the press behind, and touched his garment. For she said, If I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. And straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. And Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that virtue had gone out of him, turned him about in the press and said, Who touched my clothes? And his disciples said unto him, Thou seest the multitude thronging thee, and sayest thou, Who touched thee? And he looked round about to see her that had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before him, and told him all the truth. And he said unto her daughter, Thy faith hath made thee whole, Go in peace, and be whole of thy plague. While he yet spake, there came from the ruler of the synagogue's house certain, which said, Thy daughter is dead. 
Why troublest thou the master any further? As soon as Jesus heard the word that was spoken, he said unto the ruler of the synagogue, Be not afraid, only believe. And he suffered no man to follow him, except Peter, James, and John, the brother of James. And he cometh to the house of the ruler of the synagogue, and he seeth the tumult, and them that wept and wailed greatly. And when he was come in, he said unto them, Why make ye this ado, and weep? The damsel is not dead, but sleepeth. And they laughed him to scorn. But when he had put them all out, he taketh the father and the mother of the damsel, and them that were with him, and entereth in where the damsel was laying. And he took the damsel by the hand, and he said unto her, Talitha kuma, which is being interpreted damsel, I say unto thee, Arise. And straightway the damsel arose and walked, for she was of age of twelve years. And they were astonished with great astonishment. And he charged them straightly that no man should know it. And he commanded that something should be given her to eat. Mark chapter 6, 55 and 56. And the people ran through that whole region round about and began to carry about in beds those that were sick where they heard Jesus was. And whithersoever he entered, into villages or cities or country, they laid the sick in the streets and besought him that they might just touch, if it were, the border of his garment. And as many as touched him were made whole. Mark chapter 7, 32 through 35. And they bring unto him one that was deaf and had an impediment in his speech. And they beseech him to put his hand upon him. And he took him aside from the multitude and put his fingers into his ears. And Jesus spit and touched his tongue. And looking up to heaven, he sighed and said unto him, Ephephatha, that is, be opened. And straightway his ears were opened, and the string of his tongue was loosed, and he spake plain. Mark chapter 8, beginning with the 22nd verse. And he cometh to Bethsaida, and they bring a blind man unto him, and besought him to touch him. And he took the blind man by the hand and led him out of the town. And when he had spit on his eyes and put his hands upon him, he asked him if he saw aught. And he looked up and said, I see men as trees walking. After that, Jesus put his hand again upon his eyes and made him look up. And he was restored and saw every man clearly. Mark chapter 10, 46 through 52. And they came to Jericho. And as he went out of Jericho with his disciples and a great number of people, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the highway side begging. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And many charged him that he should hold his peace, but he cried the more a great deal, Thou son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. And they called the blind man, saying unto him, Be of good comfort, arise, he calleth thee. And he, casting away his garment, rose and came to Jesus. And Jesus answered and said unto him, What wilt thou that I should do unto thee? The blind man said unto him, Lord, that I might receive my sight. And Jesus said unto him, Go thy way, thy faith hath made thee whole. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus in the way. Mark 11, 22 through 26. And Jesus answering said unto them, Have faith in God. For verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, 
he shall have whatsoever he saith. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever ye desire when ye pray, believe that you receive them, and you shall have them. When you stand praying, forgive, if you have aught against any, that your Father also which is in heaven may forgive you your trespasses. But if you do not forgive, neither will your Father which is in heaven forgive your trespasses. Mark 13, verse 31. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. Mark 16, beginning with the 17th verse. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name they shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. Luke 4, 40 and 41. Now when the sun was setting, all they that had any sick with diverse diseases brought them unto him. And he laid his hands on every one of them and healed them. And devils also came out of many, crying out and saying, Thou art the Christ, the Son of God. And he rebuking them, suffered them not to speak, for they knew that he was Christ. Luke 5, beginning with the 17th verse. And it came to pass on a certain day, as Jesus was teaching, that there were Pharisees and doctors of the law sitting by, which were come out of every town of Galilee and Judea and Jerusalem, and the power of the Lord was present to heal them. And behold, men brought in a bed a man which was taken with the palsy, and they sought means to bring him in and to lay him before Jesus. And when they could not find by what way they might bring him in because of the multitude, they went up on the housetop and let him down through the tiling with his couch into the midst before Jesus. And when he saw their faith, he said unto him, Man, thy sins are forgiven thee. And the scribes and the Pharisees began to reason, saying, Who is this which speaketh blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God alone? But when Jesus perceived their thoughts, he answering said unto them, What reason ye in your hearts? Whether it is easier to say, Thy sins be forgiven thee, or to say, Rise up and walk. But that they may know that the Son of Man hath power upon earth to forgive sins, he said unto the sick of the palsy, I say unto thee, Arise, take up thy bed, and go into thy house. And immediately he arose up before them, and took up that whereon he lay, and departed to his own house, glorifying God. Luke 16, beginning with verse 17. And he came down with them, and stood in the plain, and the company of his disciples. And a great multitude of people out of all Judea and Jerusalem, and from the sea coast of Tyre and Sidon, which came to hear him, and to be healed of their diseases, and they were healed. And the whole multitude sought to touch him, for there went virtue out of him, and he healed them all. Luke 7, beginning with the 11th verse, And it came to pass the day after that he went into a city called Nain, and many of his disciples went with him, and much people. Now when he came nigh to the gate of the city, behold, there was a dead man carried out, the only son of his mother, and she was a widow, and much people of the city was with her. And when the Lord saw her, he had compassion on her, and he said unto her, Weep not. And he came and touched the briar, and they that bare him stood still. And he said, Young man, I say unto thee, Arise. And he that was dead sat up and began to speak, and he delivered him unto his mother. Luke chapter 9, beginning with the first verse. Then he called his twelve disciples together and gave them power and authority over all devils and to cure diseases. And he sent them to preach the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. 
And the people, when they knew it, followed him, and he received them, and spake unto them of the kingdom of God, and healed them that had need of healing. Luke 13, beginning with verse 10. And he was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath. And behold, there was a woman which had a spirit of infirmity eighteen years, and was bowed together, and could in no wise lift up herself. When Jesus saw her, he called her to him, and said unto her, Woman, thou art loosed from thine infirmity. And he laid his hands on her, and immediately she was made straight, and glorified God. And the ruler of the synagogue answered with indignation, because that Jesus had healed on the Sabbath day. And said unto the people, There are six days in which men ought to work. In them therefore come and be healed, and not on the Sabbath day. The Lord then answered him and said, Thou hypocrite, doth not each one of you on the Sabbath loose his ox or his ass from the stall, and lead him away to watering? And ought not this woman, being a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan hath bound, lo, these eighteen years, be loosed from this bond on the Sabbath day? Luke 14, beginning with verse 2. And behold, there was a certain man before him which had the dropsy. And Jesus answering spake unto the lawyers and Pharisees, saying, Is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath day? And they held their peace, and he took him and healed him and let him go. Luke 17, beginning with verse 12. And as Jesus entered into a certain village, there met him ten men that were lepers, which stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said unto them, Go show yourselves unto the priests. And it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God. And he fell down on his face at Jesus' feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. And Jesus answering said, Were there not ten cleansed? Where are the nine? There are not found that return to give glory to God, save this stranger. And he said unto him, Arise, go thy way, thy faith hath made thee whole. John chapter 4, beginning with the 46th verse. So Jesus came again into Canaan of Galilee, where he had made water wine. And there was a certain nobleman whose son was sick at Capernaum. When he heard that Jesus was come out of Judea into Galilee, he went unto him and besought him that he would come down and heal his son, for he was at the point of death. Then said Jesus unto him, Except ye see signs and wonders, you will not believe. The nobleman said unto him, Sir, come down ere my child die. Jesus said unto him, Go thy way, thy son liveth. And the man believed the word that Jesus had spoken unto him, and he went his way. And as he was going down, his servants met him and told him, saying, Thy son liveth. Then inquired he of them the hour when he began to amend. And they said unto him, Yesterday at the seventh hour the fever left him. So the father knew that it was at the same hour in the which Jesus said unto him, Thy son liveth. And himself believed and his whole house. John chapter 5, beginning with verse 5. And a certain man was there which had an infirmity thirty-eight years. When Jesus saw him lying and knew that he had been now a long time in that case, he said unto him, Wilt thou be made whole? The impotent man answered him and said, Sir, I have no man when the water is troubled to put me into the pool. But while I am coming, another steppeth down before me. Jesus said unto him, 
Rise, take up thy bed and walk. And immediately the man was made whole and took up his bed and walked. And on the same day was the Sabbath. John 6, beginning with verse 1. After these things, Jesus went over the Sea of Galilee, which is called the Sea of Tiberias. And a great multitude followed him because they saw his miracles, which he did, to them that were diseased. Verse 63, It is the Spirit that quickeneth, the flesh profiteth nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. John 9, beginning with verse 1. And as Jesus passed by, he saw a man which was blind from his birth. And his disciples asked him, saying, Master, who did sin, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Jesus answered, Neither hath this man sinned nor his parents. But that the works of God should be manifest in him, I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day. The night cometh when no man can work. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. And when he had thus spoken, he spat on the ground and made clay of the spittle, and he anointed the eyes of the blind man with the clay. And he said unto him, Go wash in the pool of Siloam, which is by interpretation sent. He went his way, therefore, washed, and came see. John 10, verse 10. The thief cometh not before to steal, and to kill, and to destroy. But I am come that they might have life, and that they might have it more abundantly. John chapter 11, beginning with verse 1. Now a certain man was sick, named Lazarus, of Bethany, the town of Mary, and her sister Martha. It was that Mary which anointed the Lord with ointment, and wiped his feet with her hairs, whose brother Lazarus was sick. Therefore his sister sent unto Jesus, saying, Lord, behold, he whom thou lovest is sick. When Jesus heard that, he said, This sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God might be glorified thereby. These things said he, and after that he had said unto them, Our friend Lazarus sleepeth, but I go that I may awake him out of sleep. Then said his disciples, Lord, if he sleep, he shall do well. Howbeit Jesus spake of his death, but they thought he had spoken of rest in sleep. Then said Jesus unto them plainly, Lazarus is dead. Now Bethany was near unto Jerusalem, about fifteen furlongs off. And many of the Jews came to Martha and Mary to comfort them concerning their brother. Then Martha, as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming, went and met him, but Mary sat still in the house. Then said Martha unto Jesus, Lord, if thou hadst been here, my brother had not died. But I know that even now, whatsoever thou will, ask of God, God will give it thee. Jesus said unto her, Thy brother shall rise again. Martha said unto him, I know that he shall rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believest thou this? And she said unto him, Yea, Lord, I believe that thou art the Christ, the Son of God, which should come into the world. Then was Mary come where Jesus was, and saw him, and she fell down at his feet, saying unto him, Lord, if thou had been here, my brother had not died. When Jesus therefore saw her weeping, and the Jews also weeping which came with her, he groaned in the spirit, and was troubled. And he said, Where have ye laid him? They said unto him, Lord, come and see. Jesus wept. Then said the Jews, Behold how he loved him. And some of them said, Could not this man which opened the eyes of the blind have caused that even this man should not have died? 
Jesus therefore again groaning in himself cometh to the grave. It was a cave and a stone lay upon it. Jesus said, Take ye away the stone. Martha, his sister, said unto him, Lord, by this time he stinketh, for he'd been dead four days. Jesus said unto her, Said I not unto thee that if thou wouldst believe, thou shouldst see the glory of God? Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead was laid. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me. And I knew that thou hearest me always. But because of the people which stand by, I said it, that they may believe that thou hast sent me. And when he had thus spoken, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And he that was dead came forth, bound hand and foot with grave clothes. And his face was bound about with a napkin. Jesus said unto them, Loose him and let him go. John 14, verse 1, Jesus said, Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. Now allow these psalms to restore your soul in the area of God's healing provision for you. Let them put back in you what the world has taken from you. Let them restore your body to health. Psalm 21, verse 4, He asked life of thee, and thou gavest it him, even length of days forever and ever. Psalm 30, verse 2. O Lord my God, I cried unto thee, and thou hast healed me. Psalm 34, verse 20. He keepeth all his bones, not one of them is broken. Psalm 42, verse 11. Why art thou cast down, O my soul, and why art thou disquieted within me? Hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise him, who is the health of my countenance and my God. Psalm 57, verse 2. I will cry unto God most high, unto God that performeth all things for me. Psalm 91. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noise and pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings shall thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shall thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High, thy habitation, there shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee, to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and the adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I'll answer him. I'll be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Psalm 92, beginning with verse 12. The righteous shall flourish like the palm tree. He shall grow like a cedar of Lebanon. Those that be planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. And they shall still bring forth fruit in old age. 
They shall be fat and flourishing. Psalm 102, beginning with verse 17. He will regard the prayer of the destitute and not despise their prayer. Verse 20. To hear the groaning of the prisoner to loose those that are appointed unto death. Verse 24. I said, O my God, take me not away in the midst of my days. Thy years are throughout all generations. Verse 28. The children of thy servants shall continue, and their seed shall be established before thee. Psalm 103, beginning with verse 1. A Psalm of David. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless His holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all His benefits. Who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases, who redeemeth thy life from destruction, who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfieth thy mouth with good things, so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. Psalm 105, verse 37. He brought them forth also with silver and gold, and there was not one feeble person among their tribes. Psalm 107, beginning with verse 19. Then they cry unto the Lord in their trouble, and He saveth them out of their distresses. He sent His word and healed them, and delivered them from their destructions. Psalm 111, verse 5. He hath given meat unto them that fear Him. He will be ever mindful of His covenant. Psalm 113, verse 9. He maketh the barren woman to keep house, and to be a joyful mother of children. Praise ye the Lord. Psalm 115, beginning with verse 12. The Lord hath been mindful of us. He will bless us. He will bless the house of Israel. He will bless the house of Aaron. He will bless them that fear the Lord, both small and great. The Lord shall increase you more and more, you and your children. You are blessed of the Lord, which made heaven and earth. The heaven, even the heavens, are the Lord's. But the earth hath He given to the children of men. Psalm 116. Verse 9, I will walk before the Lord in the land of the living. Psalm 118, verse 17, I shall not die but live and declare the works of the Lord. Psalm 119, beginning with verse 92, Unless thy law had been my delights, I should then have perished in my affliction. I will never forget thy precepts, for with them thou hast quickened me. Psalm 138, verse 8. The Lord will perfect that which concerneth me. Thy mercy, O Lord, endureth forever. Forsake not the work of thine own hand. Psalm 146, 7 and 8. The Lord which executeth judgment for the oppressed, which giveth food to the hungry, the Lord looseth the prisoners. The Lord openeth the eyes of the blind. The Lord raiseth them that are bowed down. The Lord loveth the righteous. Psalm 147, verse 3. He healeth the broken in heart and bindeth up their wounds. Now, Proverbs reveals the wisdom of God for the manifestation of your healing. Wisdom pleads for you to put God's Word as the only voice in your heart. Make it priority over everything. Proverbs 3, beginning with verse 1. My son, forget not my law, but let thine heart keep my commandments. For length of days and long life and peace shall they add to thee. Verse 5, Proverbs 3, verse 5 through 8. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Be not wise in thine own eyes. Fear the Lord, and depart from evil. 
It shall be health to thy navel and marrow to thy bones. Proverbs 3, beginning with verse 13. Happy is the man that findeth wisdom and the man that getteth understanding. For the merchandise of it is better than the merchandise of silver and the gain thereof than fine gold. She is more precious than rubies, and all things that thou canst desire are not to be compared unto her. Length of days is in her right hand, and in her left hand riches and honor. Her ways are ways of pleasantness, and all her paths are peace. She is a tree of life to them that lay hold upon her, and happy is every one that retaineth her. Proverbs 4, verse 10. Hear, O my son, and receive my sayings, and the years of thy life shall be many. Verse 20. My son, attend to my words, incline thine ear unto my sayings. Let them not depart from thine eyes, keep them in the midst of thine heart. For they are life unto those that find them, and health or medicine to all their flesh. Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Proverbs 8 and verse 17. I love them that love me, and those that seek me early shall find me. Proverbs 10, verse 11. The mouth of a righteous man is a well of life. Verse 27. The fear of the Lord prolongeth days, but the years of the wicked shall be shortened. Proverbs 11, verse 17. The merciful man doeth good to his own soul, but he that is cruel troubleth his own flesh. Verse 28. But the righteous shall flourish as a branch. Verse 30, The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life, and he that winneth souls is wise. Proverbs 12, verse 6, But the mouth of the upright shall deliver them. Verse 18, There is that speaketh like the piercing of a sword, but the tongue of the wise is health. Proverbs 13, verse 17, A wicked messenger falleth into mischief, but a faithful ambassador is health. Proverbs 14, verse 30. A sound heart is the life of the flesh, but envy the rottenness of the bones. Proverbs 15, verse 4. A wholesome tongue is a tree of life, but perverseness therein is a breach in the spirit. Verse 13. A merry heart maketh a cheerful countenance, but by sorrow of the heart the spirit is broken. Proverbs 17, verse 22. A merry heart doeth good like a medicine, but a broken spirit drieth the bones. Proverbs 18, verse 21. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Proverbs 23, verse 7. As he thinketh in his heart, so is he. Now, continue to hear God's word from other books of the Bible. Your faith will grow as they find the good ground of your heart, God promises man 120 years or until he is satisfied with life. Genesis 6, verse 3. And the Lord said, My spirit shall not always strive with man, for that he also is flesh, yet his days shall be 120 years. Genesis 20, verse 17. So Abraham prayed unto God, and God healed Abimelech and his wife and his maidservants, and they bare children. Genesis 49, verse 25. Even by the God of thy Father, who shall help thee, and by the Almighty, who shall bless thee, with the blessings of heaven above, blessings of the deep that lieth under, blessings of the breast, and blessing of the womb. Exodus 15, verse 26. And God said, 
If thou wilt diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God, and will do that which is right in his sight, and will give ear to his commandments, and keep all his statutes, I will put none of these diseases upon thee, which I brought upon the Egyptians. For I am the Lord that healeth thee. Exodus 23, verse 25. And you shall serve the Lord your God, and he shall bless thy bread and thy water, and I will take sickness away from the midst of thee. There shall nothing cast their young, nor be barren in thy land. The number of thy days I will fulfill. Leviticus 26, beginning with verse 3. If you walk in my statutes and keep my commandments and do them, then I will give you rain in due season, and the land shall yield her increase, and the trees of the field shall yield their fruit. And your threshing shall reach unto the vintage, and the vintage shall reach unto the sowing time. And you shall eat your bread to the full, and dwell in your land safely. And I will give you peace in the land, and you shall lie down, and none shall make you afraid. I will rid evil beasts out of the land, neither shall the sword go through your land. You shall chase your enemies, and they shall fall before you by the sword. And five of you shall chase a hundred, and a hundred of you shall put ten thousand to flight, and your enemies shall fall before you by the sword. For I will have respect unto you, and make you fruitful, and multiply you, and establish my covenant with you. And you shall eat old store, and bring forth the old because of the new. And I will set my tabernacle among you, and my soul shall not abhor you. And I will walk among you, and I'll be your God, and you shall be my people. Numbers 21, beginning with verse 8. And the Lord said unto Moses, Make thee a fiery serpent, and set it upon a pole. And it shall come to pass that every one that is bitten, when he looketh upon it, shall live. And Moses made a serpent of brass, and he put it upon a pole. And it came to pass that if a serpent had bitten any man, when he beheld the serpent of brass, he lived. Deuteronomy 7, verse 15. And the Lord will take away from thee all sickness, and will put none of the evil diseases of Egypt which thou knowest upon thee. Deuteronomy 11, verse 21. That your days may be multiplied, and the days of your children, in the land which the Lord sware unto thy fathers to give them, as the days of heaven upon the earth. Now, in Deuteronomy 28, we find recorded for us the listing of the curse of the law. It is summed up here in the 61st verse, that any and all sicknesses, diseases, and infirmity of any type is to fall on those that have not kept God's law. Deuteronomy 28:61 says, Also every sickness and every plague which is not written in the book of this law them will the Lord bring upon thee until thou be destroyed. But now in Galatians 3.13 it is revealed that Jesus Christ, the anointed, has redeemed us from all that which belonged to us under the curse of the law. You see Galatians 3.13 says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is every one that hangeth on a tree. Now thank God that it is not in our righteousness that we have obtained this redemption, but it's in Jesus who has died for us and became the curse for us. He became sick with our sicknesses in our stead. Praise God. Deuteronomy 30, beginning with the 15th verse. God says, See, I have set before thee this day life and good and death and evil, in that I command thee this day to love the Lord thy God, 
to walk in His ways, and to keep His commandments, and His statutes, and His judgments, that thou mayest live and multiply. And the Lord thy God shall bless thee in the land whither thou goest to possess it. Verse 19, I call heaven and earth to record this day against you, that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore choose life, that both thou and thy seed may live. That thou mayest love the Lord thy God, and that thou mayest obey his voice, and that thou mayest cleave unto him, for he is thy life and the length of thy days. That thou mayest dwell in the land which the Lord sware unto thy fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, to give them. Here are the words of that faith giant Caleb. After 45 years of wandering in the wilderness, he said, Joshua 14, verse 10 through 11. And now, behold, the Lord hath kept me alive, as he has said, these forty and five years, even since the Lord spake the word unto Moses, while the children of Israel were wandering in the wilderness. And now, lo, I am this day eighty-five years old. As yet I am as strong this day as I was in the day that Moses sent me. As my strength was then, even so is my strength now, for war both to go out and to come in. Joshua 6, verse 23 through 24. And the Lord said unto Gideon, Peace be unto thee, fear not, thou shalt not die. 2 Samuel 24, verse 25. So the Lord was entreated for the land, and the plague was stayed from Israel. 1 Kings 17, beginning with the 17th verse. And it came to pass after these things that the son of the woman, the mistress of the house, fell sick. And his sickness was sore that there was no more breath left in him. And she said unto Elijah, What have I to do with thee, O thou man of God? Art thou come unto me to call my sin to remembrance and to slay my son? And he said unto her, Give me thy son. And he took him out of her bosom and carried him up into a loft where he abode. And he laid him upon his own bed. And he cried unto the Lord and said, O Lord my God, Hast thou also brought evil upon the widow with whom I sojourned by slaying her son? And he stretched himself upon the child three times and cried unto the Lord and said, O Lord my God, I pray thee, let this child's soul come into him again. And the Lord heard the voice of Elijah, and the soul of the child came into him again, and he revived. And Elijah took the child and brought him down out of the chamber into the house and delivered him unto his mother. And Elijah said, See, thy son liveth. 2 Kings chapter 4, beginning with verse 32. And when Elisha was come into the house, behold, the child was dead and laid upon his bed. And he went in therefore and shut the door upon them too and prayed unto the Lord. And he went up and lay upon the child and put his mouth upon his mouth and his eyes upon his eyes and his hands upon his hands. And he stretched himself upon the child and the flesh of the child waxed warm. Then he returned and walked in the house to and fro, and went up and stretched himself upon him again. And the child sneezed, or gasped for breath, seven times, and the child opened his eyes. Second Kings chapter 5, beginning with verse 1. Now Naaman, captain of the host of the king of Syria, was a great man with his master and honorable, because by him the Lord had given deliverance unto Syria. He was also a mighty man in valor, but he was a leper. So Naaman came with his horses and with his chariot and stood at the door of the house of Elisha. 
And Elisha sent a messenger unto him, saying, Go and wash in Jordan seven times, and thy flesh shall come again to thee, and thou shalt be clean. But Naaman was wroth and went away and said, Behold, I thought he will surely come out to me and stand and call on the name of the Lord his God and strike his hand over the place and recover the leper. Are not Abana and Farfar the rivers of Damascus better than all the waters of Israel? May I not wash in them and be clean? So he turned and went away in a rage. And his servants came near and spake unto him and said, My father, if the prophet had bid thee to do some great thing, wouldst thou not have done it? How much rather then when he says to thee, Wash and be clean? Then he went down and dipped himself seven times in Jordan, according to the saying of the man of God. And his flesh came again like unto the flesh of a little child, and he was clean. Second Kings 13, verse 21. And it came to pass, as they were burying a man, that, behold, they spied a band of men, and they cast the man into the sepulcher of Elisha. And when the man was let down and touched the bones of Elisha, he revived and stood up on his feet. Second Kings 20, beginning with the first verse. In those days was Hezekiah sick unto death. And the prophet Isaiah, the son of Amos, came unto him and said unto him, Thus saith the Lord, Set thine house in order, for thou shalt die and not live. Then he turned his face to the wall, and he prayed unto the Lord, saying, I beseech thee, O Lord, remember how I have walked before thee in truth and with a perfect heart, and have done that which is good in thy sight. And Hezekiah wept sore. And it came to pass, before Isaiah was gone out of the middle court, that the word of the Lord came to him, saying, Turn again and tell Hezekiah, the captain of my people. Thus saith the Lord, the God of David thy father, I have heard thy prayer, I have seen thy tears. Behold, I will heal thee, and I will add unto thy days fifteen years, and I will deliver thee. Nehemiah 8.10 Then he said unto them, Go your way, eat the fat, drink the sweet, send portions unto them for whom nothing is prepared. For this day is holy unto our Lord, neither be ye sorry, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. Job 5, beginning with the 25th verse. Thou shalt know also that thy seed shall be great, and thine offspring as the grass of the earth. Thou shalt come to thy grave in a full age, like as a shock of corn cometh in his season. Job 33. The Spirit of God hath made me, and the breath of the Almighty hath given me life. Verse 25. His flesh shall be fresher than a child's. He shall return to the days of his youth. Job 37, verse 23. Touching the Almighty, we cannot find him out. He is excellent in power and in judgment and in plenty of justice. He will not afflict. Job 42, verse 10. And the Lord turned the captivity of Job when he prayed for his friends. Also the Lord gave Job twice as much as he had before. Verse 16, After this lived Job a hundred and forty years, and saw his sons and his sons' sons, even four generations. So Job died, being old and full of days. Ecclesiastes 3, verse 14, I know that whatsoever God doeth, it shall be forever. Nothing can be put to it, nor anything taken from it. And God doeth it, that men should fear before Him. Ecclesiastes 7, verse 17. Be not over much wicked, neither be thou foolish. 
Why shouldest thou die before thy time? Solomon chapter 4 and verse 2. Thy teeth are like a flock of sheep that are even shorn, which came up from the washing, whereof every one bear twins, and none is barren among them. Isaiah 12 verse 3. Therefore with joy shall you draw water out of the wells of salvation. Isaiah 19 verse 22. And the Lord shall smite Egypt. He shall smite and heal it. And they shall return even to the Lord, and he shall be entreated of them, and shall heal them. Isaiah 30, verse 26. Moreover, the light of the moon shall be as the light of the sun, and the light of the sun shall be sevenfold as the light of seven days, in the day that the Lord bindeth up the breach of his people, and healeth the stroke of their wound. Isaiah 35, verse 5. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened, and the ears of the deaf shall be unstopped. Isaiah 35, 5 and 6. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened, and the ears of the deaf shall be unstopped. Then shall the lame man leap as a heart, and the tongue of the dumb sing. For in the wilderness shall waters break out, and streams in the desert. Isaiah 40, beginning with the 28th verse. Hast thou not known... Hast thou not heard that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not, neither is weary? There is no searching of his understanding. He giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might he increases strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. Isaiah 57, beginning with the 18th verse. I have seen his ways and will heal him. I will lead him also and restore comforts unto him and to his mourners. I create the fruit of the lips. Peace, peace to him that is afar off, and to him that is near, saith the Lord, I will heal him. Isaiah 58 and verse 8. Then shall thy light break forth as the morning, and thy health shall spring forth speedily, and thy righteousness shall go before thee. The glory of the Lord shall be thy rear guard. Isaiah 66 verse 14. And when ye see this, your heart shall rejoice, and your bones shall flourish like a herb. And the hand of the Lord shall be known toward his servants, and his indignation toward his enemies. Jeremiah 30, verse 17. For I will restore health unto thee, and I will heal thee of thy wounds, saith the Lord, because they called thee an outcast, saying, This is Zion, who no man seeketh after. Jeremiah 32, verse 27. Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? Jeremiah 33, verse 6. Behold, I will bring it health and a cure, and I will cure them, and I will reveal unto them the abundance of peace and truth. Hosea 11, verse 3. I taught Ephraim also to go, taking them by their arms, but they knew not that I healed them. Joel 2, verse 25. And I will restore to you the years that the locust hath eaten. Joel 3, verse 10. Beat your plowshares into swords, and your pruning hooks into spears. Let the weak say, I am strong. Amos 5, verse 4. For thus saith the Lord unto the house of Israel, Seek ye me, 
and you shall live. Verse 8, Seek him that maketh the seven stars in Orion, and turneth the shadow of death into the morning, and maketh the day dark with night, that calleth for the waters of the sea, and poureth them out upon the face of the earth. The Lord is his name. Obadiah 1, verse 17, But upon Mount Zion shall be deliverance, and there shall be holiness, and the house of Jacob shall possess their possessions. Nahum chapter 1, verse 7 through 9. The Lord is good, a stronghold in the day of trouble, and he knoweth them that trust in him. But with an overrunning flood he will make an utter end, and of the place thereof, and darkness shall pursue his enemies. What do you imagine against the Lord? He will make an utter end. Affliction shall not rise up the second time. Habakkuk 3, verse 19. The Lord God is my strength, and He will make my feet like hinds feet, and He will make me to walk upon my high places. Zechariah 10, and verse 12. And I will strengthen them in the Lord, and they shall walk up and down in His name, saith the Lord. Malachi 4, verse 2. But unto you that fear my name shall the Son of Righteousness arise with healing in his wings, and you shall go forth and grow up as calves of the stall. Acts 3, beginning with verse 1. Now Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour. And a certain man, lame from his mother's womb, was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms of them that had entered into the temple who seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked an alms. And Peter, fastening his eyes upon him with John, said, Look on us. And he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of them. Then Peter said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up, and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. And he, leaping up, stood and walked and entered with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. Acts 6, verse 8. And Stephen, full of faith and power, did great wonders and miracles among the people. Acts 8, beginning with verse 5. Then Philip went down to the city of Samaria, and he preached Christ unto them. And the people with one accord gave heed unto those things which Philip spake, hearing and seeing the miracles which he did. For unclean spirits, crying with loud voices, came out of many that were possessed with them, and many taken with palsies, and they that were lame were healed. And there was great joy in that city. Acts 9, beginning with verse 32. And it came to pass, as Peter passed throughout all the quarters, he came down also to the saints which dwelt at Lydia. And there he found a certain man named Anesus, which had kept his bed for eight years, and he was sick of the palsy. And Peter said unto him, Anesus, Jesus Christ maketh thee whole. Rise, make thy bed. And he arose immediately. Now there was at Joppa a certain disciple named Tabitha, which by interpretation is called Dorcas. This woman was full of good works and alms deeds, which she did. And it came to pass in those days that she was sick and died, whom when they had washed, they laid her in an upper chamber. And forasmuch as Lydia was nigh unto Joppa, and the disciples had heard that Peter was there, they sent unto him two men, desiring him that he would not delay to come to them. Then Peter arose and went with them. When he was come, they brought him into the upper chamber, and all the widows stood by him, weeping and showing the coats and garments which Dorcas had made while she had been with them. 
But Peter put them all forth and kneeled down and prayed. And turning him to the body said, Tabitha, arise. And she opened her eyes. And when she saw Peter, she sat up. And he gave her his hand and lifted her up. And when he had called the saints and widows, presented her alive. Acts 10, verse 38. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. Acts 4, beginning with verse 7. And there they preached the gospel. And there sat a certain man at Lystra, impotent in his feet, being a cripple from his mother's womb, who never had walked. The same heard Paul speak, who steadfastly beholding him and perceiving that he had faith to be healed, said with a loud voice, Stand upright on thy feet. And he leaped and walked. And there came thither certain Jews from Antioch and Iconum, which persuaded the people, and having stoned Paul, drew him out of the city, supposing he had been dead. Howbeit, as the disciples stood round about him, he rose up and came into the city, and the next day he departed with Barnabas to Derbe. Acts 20, beginning with verse 9. There sat in a window a certain young man named Astutius, being fallen into a deep sleep, and as Paul was long preaching, he sunk down with sleep and fell down from the third loft and was taken up dead. And Paul went down and fell on him and embracing him said, Trouble not yourselves, for his life is in him. When he therefore was come up again and had broken bread and eaten and talked a long while, even till the break of day, so he departed. And they brought the young man alive and were not a little comforted. Acts 28, beginning with verse 3. And when Paul had gathered a bundle of sticks and laid them on the fire, there came a viper out of the heat and fastened on his hand. And when the barbarians saw the venomous beast hanging on his hand, they said among themselves, No doubt this man is a murderer, whom though he hath escaped the sea, yet vengeance suffereth not to live. And he shook off the beast into the fire and felt no harm. Howbeit they looked when he should have swollen or fallen down dead suddenly. But after they had looked a great while and saw no harm come to him, they changed their mind and said that he was a god. Romans 8, verse 2. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. Verse 11. But if the Spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, then he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his Spirit that dwelleth in you. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 28. And God hath set some in the church, first apostles, secondarily prophets, thirdly teachers, after that miracles, then gifts of healings, helps, governments, diversities of tongues. Philippians 2, verse 13. For it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do his good pleasure. Philippians 2, beginning with verse 25, Paul says, Yet I supposed it necessary to send to you Ephrephidus, my brother and companion in labor, and fellow soldier, but your messenger, and he that ministereth to my wants. For he longed after you all, and was full of heaviness, because that ye had heard that he had been sick. For indeed he was sick, near unto death. But God had mercy on him, and not on him only, but on me also, lest I should have had sorrow upon sorrow. I sent him therefore the more carefully, that when you see him again, you may rejoice, and that I may be the less sorrowful. Colossians 1, beginning with verse 12. Giving thanks unto the Father, which has made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. 
who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear Son, in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 23. And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly, and I pray God your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless under the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. James 5, beginning with verse 13. Is any among you afflicted? Let him pray. Is any merry? Let him sing psalms. Is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church. Let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick, and the Lord shall raise him up. And if he have committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. Confess your faults one to another, and pray one for another, that you may be healed. The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Elijah was a man subject to like passions as we are, and he prayed earnestly that it might not rain, and it rained not on the earth by the space of three years and six months. And he prayed again, and the heavens gave rain, and the earth brought forth her fruit. 3 John, verse 2. Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospereth. Now, according to God's word, Jesus is our Passover lamb. His blood was shed for the forgiveness of our sins, and his body was broken for our physical benefit. The apostle Peter, inspired by the Holy Ghost, writes it like this in 1 Peter 2, 24. Who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree, that we being dead to sins should live unto righteousness, by whose stripes you were healed. These stripes are referring to the scourging that Jesus received at the hands of the Roman soldiers. Now, many people say that Jesus had 39 stripes laid on his back. Now, this would have been true had Jesus been beaten by the Jews, for their law limited the number of lashes by the whip that a man could be given. But Jesus was beaten by the Roman soldiers. They didn't have this law. The whole band of Roman soldiers beat Jesus all through the night. Isaiah said that he was so beaten that he no longer looked human. He was beaten beyond recognition. For Isaiah 52 verse 14 says this, As many as were astonished at thee, his visage was so marred more than any man, and his form more than the sons of men. The Living Bible here says, They shall see my servant beaten and bloody, so disfigured one would scarcely know that it was a person standing there. Now Jesus took this beating for the healing of your body. Many years before Jesus was born, Isaiah the prophet, by the Spirit of God, saw the crucifixion of Christ, and knowing by the Spirit of God that this was done for all men. Jesus on the cross became our substitute. Hear now Isaiah's record of this substitutionary work for your forgiveness and the total healing of your physical body. Isaiah 53, verses 3 through 12. He is despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised, and we esteemed him not. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Now, in the Hebrew, this word grief is best translated sickness. This word sorrows is best translated pains. So we would read, Surely he has borne our sicknesses and carried our pains. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. Now Matthew, in the gospel that bears his name, translates it best in Matthew chapter 8, verse 17. He says, Jesus himself took our infirmities 
and bear our sicknesses. Back to Isaiah in his account, and he continues. Jesus was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned every one to his own way, and the Lord has laid on Jesus the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. He's brought as a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep before her shears is dumb, so Jesus opened not his mouth. He was taken from prison and from judgment, and who shall declare his generation? For he was cut off from the land of the living, for the transgression of my people was he stricken. And he made his grave with the wicked and with the rich in his death. Because he hath done no violence, neither was any deceit in his mouth, yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He hath put him to grief. When thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin, he shall see his seed, he shall prolong his days, and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. He shall see of the travail of his soul, and shall be satisfied. By his knowledge shall my righteous servant justify many, for he shall bear their iniquities. Therefore will I divide him a portion with the great, and he shall divide the spoil with the strong, because he hath poured out his soul unto death. He was numbered with the transgressors, and he bare the sin of many, and made intercession for the transgressors. Now here is Mark's account of Jesus' beating and crucifixion as our Lord vicariously bore our sicknesses and carried our diseases. Mark 14, verse 65. And some began to spit on him and to cover his face and to buffet him and to say unto him, Prophesy! And the servants did strike him with the palms of their hands. Mark 15, 16 through 38. And the soldiers led him away into the hall called Praetorium, and they called together the whole band. And they clothed him with purple and planted a crown of thorns and put it about his head and began to salute him, saying, Hail, King of the Jews! And they smote him on the head with a reed and did spit upon him and bowing their knees, worshipped him. And when they had mocked him, they took off the purple from him and put his own clothes on him and led him away to crucify him. And they compel one Simon of Cyrene, who passed by, coming out of the country, the father of Alexander and Rufus, to bear his cross. And they bring him unto the place Golgotha, which is being interpreted the place of a skull. And they gave him to drink wine mingled with myrrh, but he received it not. And when they had crucified him, they parted his garments, casting lots upon him, what every man should take. And it was the third hour, and they crucified him. And the superscription of his accusation was written over, the king of the Jews. And with him they crucified two thieves, the one on his right hand and the other on his left, that the scripture be fulfilled, which saith, he was numbered with the transgressors. And they that passed by railed on him, wagging their heads and saying, Ah, thou that destroyest the temple and buildest it in three days, save thyself and come down from the cross. Likewise also the chief priests mocking said among themselves with the scribes, He saved others, himself he cannot save. Let Christ the King of Israel descend now from the cross, that we may see and believe. And they that were crucified with him reviled him also. And when the sixth hour was come, there was darkness over the whole land until the ninth hour. And at the ninth hour, Jesus cried with a loud voice, saying, Eloi, Eloi, lama sabachthani, which is being interpreted, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? 
And some of them that stood by when they heard it said, Behold, he calls Elias. And one ran and filled a sponge full of vinegar and put it on a reed and gave it to him to drink. Another said, Let alone, let us see whether Elias will come and take him down. And Jesus cried with a loud voice and gave up the ghost. And the veil of the temple was rent in two from top to the bottom. Galatians chapter 3, 13 and 14. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is every one that hangeth on a tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. 1 Peter 2, 24, Who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree, that we being dead to sin should live unto righteousness, by whose stripes you were healed. Now the Word of God is referred to as the sword of the Spirit. This becomes a living reality when the Word of God is hid in your heart and spoken out of your mouth. This is when the Word of God becomes alive and powerful. Begin now to activate this force of God in your life by making strong confession of your healing. As I lead you in these confessions, repeat them after me boldly. If you can't say them outwardly, scream them from the inside. God who sees the heart will hear and receive your faith's confession. The devil and demons will also hear and they'll tremble. Your bold faith will be godly resistance to the devil and he will flee and start terror from you, according to James chapter 4. According to Mark eleven twenty three, Jesus said you can have whatever you say. Now with this in mind, I want you to confess with me aloud now. Jesus, you said I can have whatever I say. And I say, God has sent His Word and healed me. Jesus, You said I can have whatever I say. And I say, God has restored health unto me and healed me of my wounds. Jesus, You said I can have whatever I say. And I say, Jesus, You are my healer today. Jesus, you are Jehovah Rapha unto me, the Lord that heals me. I serve the Lord God today, and He blesses my bread, and He blesses my water, and takes sickness out from the midst of me. The number of my days God fulfills. Jesus, you said I could have whatever I say. And I say, it is God working in me now, both to will and to do His good pleasure. God's will is being done today in my life. As His will is in heaven, so shall it be on earth in me today. There is no sickness in heaven, so I will accept no sickness no disease, no infirmity in my body on this earth. Jesus has come to give life to me and life more abundantly. And I choose life today. Jesus, you said I can have whatever I say. So I say, the Lord is renewing my strength today and my youth is being renewed like the eagle. Jesus, you said I can have whatever I say. 
So I say, the eyes of the Lord are stopping on me today so that He might show Himself strong in my behalf. Jesus, You said I can have what I say. So I say, affliction shall not arise the second time. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. I shall not want for healing. Thank God I have healing now. There shall no evil befall me. No plague shall come nigh my dwelling. With long life God satisfies me and shows me His salvation. Bless the Lord, O my soul, who healeth all my diseases. Jesus, you said I can have whatever I say. So I say, I shall not die, but live and declare the works of God. Jesus bore my sicknesses and carried my pains, and by his stripes I was healed. I am strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. The spirit of him that raised Jesus from the dead is dwelling in me today. And he's making alive my physical body. The law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. In Jesus' name, Satan, I resist you today with the word of God. You, devil, with your sicknesses and with your diseases, with your infirmities, with your weaknesses, are fleeing from me now. Praise God. Jesus is Lord over my body. From the crown of my head to the soles of my feet, I am healed. Now, in this next group of confessions, I want you to name the weakness or the disease that has attacked your body. For example, if it's heart disease, say, according to Deuteronomy 28.61, heart disease is of the curse of the law. But according to Galatians 3.13, Christ has redeemed me from the curse of the law, therefore I cannot have heart disease. If it was diabetes, say it like this. According to Deuteronomy 28, verse 61, diabetes is the curse of the law. But according to Galatians 3.13, Christ has redeemed me from the curse of the law. Therefore, I cannot have diabetes. If it's cancer, say, according to Deuteronomy 28, verse 61, cancer is the curse of the law. But according to Galatians 3.13, Christ has redeemed me from the curse of the law. Therefore, I cannot have cancer. Even if it's a common cold, say it like this. According to Deuteronomy 28, verse 61, a cold is the curse of the law. According to Galatians 3.13, Christ has redeemed me from the curse of the law. Therefore, I cannot have a cold. Now, as you continue to confess the Word of God over your body, I want you to begin to do what you couldn't do before. Move what you haven't been able to move. Rise in faith and be whole of your plague. And praise God continually every waking moment for His healing power. 
which is at work in you now. Continue to listen to these healing scriptures. Make these confessions through the day. Keep this CD running 24 hours a day until the healing scriptures become so powerfully settled into your spirit. They come out of your mouth in the form of the sword of the spirit. And the devil flees from you with all of his symptoms in stark terror. God bless you today. You are healed.